This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Toward the end of uh, the radio broadcast moments ago, uh, Donald Trump and uh, Paul Ryan have had their meeting, and everything apparently went swimmingly. It was beautiful. It was Good. wonderful. So glad. Good. And they've agreed, uh, well, they called the meeting a positive step. Oh, good. Toward unifying the GOP. I, that's my goal, too, to have a unified, grand old party. You know, that's that, your goal. You, I, I always want to unify around something, no matter what it is. No matter what it is, you, you want it unified. Right. You want it in right? Like I was. Really, if it's a Nazi movement, you want to unify it. Right. That was the, one of the problems right. with the Nazi movement is not everyone believed in killing all the Jews. Well, you had to get um, them on board. You had to get though. them on board for that, and, and they luckily did. they did by killing all the people that didn't agree with. Correct. Them. Um, so you may want to make sure that <laughs> unification is always the best goal, no matter what the end. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You Screw just the together. country. Let's just get the party unified. Like, what's better? What's 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 better? A bus going off a cliff uh-huh. with only half the people on it? No. Or the bus going off the cliff with everyone unified in the same goal to go off the cliff and explode at the bottom? Well, obviously the latter. Of course. Of course. So. We all know that. And luckily, uh, Ryan <laughs> and, uh, and uh, Trump are doing that. We actually have a clip from uh, Paul Ryan. Oh, good. How wonderful. I was very encouraged with what I heard from Donald Trump today. Were you? I do believe were you? Uh, that, that we are now planting the seeds to get ourselves unified, mm-hmm. to bridge the gaps and differences. And so from here, we're going to go deeper into the policy areas mm. to see where that common ground is and how we can make sure that we are operating off these same core principles. And so, yes, I am, <laughs> this is our first meeting. I was very encouraged with this meeting. Um, but this is a process. It takes a little time. Why? I don't even understand this. Why, does it, why is it a process? Why? I would have thought they'd already unified by now. I don't like this process. I think uh, maybe he should be excommunicated from, uh, not only from, uh, maybe he should be deported, Paul Ryan. If he has not come around already, it's been like a week, come around already, mm-hmm. uh, unify now, or, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, one of the terms that's being thrown around a lot online is um, Trump essentially is asking everyone to kneel before Zod. Right. Um, that's the way people are, which is, I think, a good analogy, kneel before Zod. Zod didn't care necessarily if you were on his side or not. You just need to kneel behind him and never oppose him. Right. Or kneel in front of him and never never oppose. And he already said that, right? I mean, really, the, for, he, Trump said, but wait, look, they, they can unify or I'll just do what I'm doing without him. I yeah, he's the it. only one who doesn't care about unifying. Like, he's, he gives, I don't care if we're unified. We don't need to be unified. Everyone's also, right. we must unify. Let's go kiss his ring and unify with him. Um, 
Again, I, I, like, uh, you know, this is not a surprise. It's not a surprise that Paul Ryan would be on board with whoever the R is. I mean, it's just, right. it's, you know, it's there was a time where we had hoped that mm-hmm. that was not the case. But I mean, I've seen this from many people, even people who would you know, describe themselves as never Trump or whatever, that make the point of like, well, I could vote for him if he did X, Y, and Z, even though I don't think he's gonna hap- it's going to happen. What the hell would make you believe he meant X, Y, or Z? Like, he's the man's a pathological liar. Mm-hmm. Like, so what, he can't come to the table and say, well, look, uh, you know what? I was wrong about my trade policies. You're right. Uh, we should be more free traders. Well, what does that mean? He just, he just says whatever he has to say at any moment to make his life better for that second. Mm-hmm. And that's what he does. So, again, the only thing that could ever convince me to vote for him is if he became president without my vote, and then he was a great president and unquestionably loved the guy. And then, you know, I would, he starts with a clean slate. And if he is a great president, he's a great president. Um, and I would vote for him in 2020 if he is a great president, just like I would vote for Hillary Clinton if she goes four years and she's a great president. Neither one of those is going to happen, but I'm go- I would, of course, keep my mind open to it. And Reince Pubic, or whatever his name is, um, came out is saying the meeting was great. So uh, everything's fine now. <laughs> I guess everything's, everything's fine. That's, that's wonderful. So... Uh, they described the meeting as a positive step, as we said. The two men issued a joint statement calling for Republicans to unite around our shared principles. Yeah, I don't have any. I don't have any shared principles with, with Trump. No. I, I, there's, I don't think there's one. I, mean, there's, I don't think there's one. There's theoretical policies he's said that you mm. might agree with. Like, um, like you know, okay, the controlling wall. illegal immigration, the for wall. example. Yeah, um, th- that you know, there might be one. But a, there's, I don't think there's much of a reason to believe he even believes that. I don't. Um, I believe mean, he it. was obviously on the other side of it, at least as late as 2013. And in parts, he's mentioned things that seems like he's on the other side of 2015. Um, but that being said, uh, you know, I mean, that's so. Like, you could find things where you might agree with him on certain things. However, no, those aren't principles for Donald because obviously they change every six months. So yeah. it's not, I mean, that's not a principle. It's just, it's the thing he's saying right now. It's probably a better yes. way to state that. Uh, this drives me out of my mind. Listen to the nerve. They have the nerve to put out this statement. The, the, the calling for Republicans to, quote, unite around our shared principles, advance a conservative agenda, and do all we can to win this fall, unquote. Ugh. Advance a conservative agenda? What the hell are you talking? You don't want a conservative agenda. You had that opportunity with Ted Cruz or Bobby Jindal or even Rand Paul. Uh, you you had that opportunity with other people, and you hated them. You hated them, and you drummed them out of the uh, out of the race one by one until finally Ted had to had to call it quits as well. I, I advance a conservative agenda. That's the last thing on earth the Republican Party is about. Trump started his day on Capitol Hill at the headquarters of the uh, uh, RNC, where he did meet with Ryan and Priebus. Uh, He tweeted about the first meeting after its conclusion, calling the visit a positive step. Everybody's calling it a positive step. That's so wonderful. Now, Mike Lee, who is an actual conservative, does have principles we could uh, share and unite on. He said uh, yesterday that Donald Trump scares me to death and that he still has concerns about the presumptive nominee and isn't ready to endorse him. If Mike Lee ever endorsed Donald Trump, I'd be I'd be wildly disappointed. I wouldn't be. I mean, I would not be surprised if any of these people saying, look, you know, I mean, I've got to choose between two people and he's better than Hillary. I mean, he's really not. 
I mean, that's I, the problem. I, He's not. Yes. He's I, not better than Hillary. I tend to believe you on that. He's worse than you. Hillary. I, I would agree with that. He's he's um, dumber than Hillary. He's more ignorant than Hillary. Hillary, at least, and and don't misunderstand this for my voting for her, because I'm certainly not going to. I think she sucks. She's hideous. Tell us uh, how you really feel about it. So Hillary, I wouldn't though. I wouldn't consider voting for Hillary Clinton. But she's much smarter than, especially when it comes to world affairs and issues, than Donald Trump is. She's much hipper to the way the government operates. He's got no idea. He doesn't have a clue. She knows how to at least put a team together, uh, work through issues, deal with the other side to a certain extent. His his uh, M.O. is to destroy the other side. She hasn't. She she tries to do that, I guess. And and she's done that in the lives of several people who came up against uh, them and uh, accused her husband of, uh, you know, sexual indiscrepancies. Um, But. You know, she's not destroying everybody who gets in her way. She's not tweeting about everybody who says something about it. And I I think a lot of that, I mean, I agree with a lot of that. And I think part of it, part of that people see as positives. Like they like the idea that, you know, they're going to go in there and they don't do things the way they used to be. What I find most, most compelling as the reason why um, Hillary would be better than Trump is just having opposition. You understand, like when, when people don't think about this yet. But like when when you get into when Hillary's in office, uh, she will have a visceral um, group of people who can't stand her. Mm -hmm. And likely because she will be so bad, Republicans will actually increase their numbers in the House and the Senate um, because they will be people will be frustrated. Even if she holds the, the you know, she's she's there and she's in office for four years. Likely there will be a 2010, 2014 type of gain for Republicans in 2018, in 2018. And they will oppose her. They will they will fight uh, hard against her, not because they're principled individuals who care about the Constitution, but mm-hmm. because Hillary Clinton is on the other side and it's OK for them to dislike Hillary Clinton. If Donald Trump is in there, the Republicans will go along with a lot of it. And not everybody, not every Republican. Mike Lee's not going to be voting for his things that are liberal that he tries to pass. But all the Democrats will, because they will say, holy crap, here's our opportunity. Here's our chance to really get something done. Because Donald Trump is suggesting it, not us. We can get all this money for health care. Because you know what? Donald Trump is suggesting it, not, not, not us. You know what liberals said when... Uh, uh, um, George Bush was trying to pass prescription drug reform. Some of them publicly said, well, that's not going far enough. He's not giving us enough money. Privately, and many of them with their votes said, holy crap, a Republican is gifting us a giant entitlement program. The same thing happened. Glenn talked about prohibition for a while today. Same story. It was hard. But progressives by themselves couldn't have got prohibition done. The fact that they were able to bring along the churches made it so both sides of the issue said, wow, this is a good idea. It's, that's the type of thing that happens. The, the worst stuff that goes on, the craziest stuff in history, happens when two sides that are normally opposed to each other wind up uniting around them. And uh, this is a situation that is happen uh, that will happen with Donald Trump. He will say, mm. "Well, you know what? Uh, eminent domain needs to be codified in the you know uh, in in law. Um, uh, we need to uh, put tariffs in 
Liberals all want tariffs because unions want tariffs. Unions are the ones who want tariffs, not Republicans, but enough Republicans will go along with it because their president is there. And of course, the Democrats will be on board and we'll get all of these things that liberals have wanted for generations and could never achieve because they had opposition. And that is the hardest thing about a Trump presidency for me is he will pass liberal things under a conservative banner and they will go through and people will support them on the Republican side because they're spineless worms. Yeah, I mean, that's a problem. That is. Um, but I, I, to me, we've never seen a, a president with this kind of lack of knowledge. Oh, I think you're totally right. We, I, we, I, we've I never seen a candidate yeah. who knows nothing. He doesn't know anything about these things. He doesn't know anything about any of it. Nothing. This would be your most ignorant president in American history. Oh, by without far. even a I mean, by far. He would screw challenging him. everything up. And you talk about, you add to the ignorance, the volatility factor. Holy crap, who knows what this guy would do in the middle of the night if he gets pissed off? What if Putin says something bad about him? They're friends now because he said something good about him. What happens when he says something bad? I mean, I, I don't trust him at all. He, he has shown us. He's got the mentality of a five-year-old. He's got that mentality. He's got no maturity whatsoever. Somewhere along the, uh, along the line, Donald Trump's m- mature growth was stunted. And he's been operating at about a, a, a five to ten year old level ever since. It's, it's mind boggling the kinds of things this guy would do, the sort of damage that he would uh, bring upon the United States of America, I can't even imagine well, it. I, yeah, I mean... And I again, can't even imagine it. Like, and it depends. It's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that would play out if it ever does. I mean, because, like, for example, Ben Carson, and I don't mean to insult Ben Carson here by any means. I'm not Another sure that. Another non-knowledgeable but guy. But a guy who doesn't have... Now, he has much more knowledge than Donald Trump. I, I, yeah, again, I don't mean I to think insult he does. Carson. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he is... Uh, it would be below most presidents when it comes to knowledge of these issues. He's a very smart man, but he doesn't have the knowledge. It's not what he does. Right. I, I'm sure uh, it when it comes his, to business, so is, so is Trump. He's a smart guy. When it comes to business. When I mean, it comes, I, I don't know. His record doesn't I guess, really I don't know about that out, does it? <laughs> I mean, he is a billionaire. He did a have a good head start. Again, he got a, a much he better head nice start. He got a nice head start. And his way of doing that was manipulating government. Now, I guess you could yeah. say that a, biz, a good businessman knows how to manipulate government into, into their own personal And he does know how to do that. He does understand that. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, it's not that he's a... It's not like he's a bumbling buffoon that, you know, you know, I understand that he's not that level. Um, but as far as in, as far as grasp of these issues, he's not even remotely close to Ben Carson. No, you're right. So, I mean, saying that, like, but my 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 assumption of Ben Carson is he's a guy, a very smart man. Obviously, he's a neurosurgeon. He's intellect is fine. Mm-hmm. So he goes into office. He's learning about these things. And is it a good idea? He was idea? doing that beforehand. Yes, too. we he was noticed that. Before, yeah. Yeah. Do you give the keys to the White House to a guy who isn't up on the issues? Obviously, my inclination to that would be absolutely not. You should not do that. Mm -hmm. Um, However, with Ben Carson, he's smart enough to pick things up. He would Mm -hmm. surround himself with advisors he trusted. He would listen to those advisors. Mm -hmm. Those people would probably be also uh, smart people. You would hope so. Who would know more about the issues than them. And I think over time, by year two, Ben Carson's probably up to speed, right? Donald Trump rejects people like that. He doesn't want people giving him knowledge because he knows everything. Well, we've seen who he surrounds himself with. Yeah. 
terrible. Corey Lewandowski, people. Paul I mean, Manafort, these really bad. Roger people. Stone. These are terrible human beings in most cases. And the other Certainly thing Stone is, is, he made the comment that you surround yourself. You like to be around unsuccessful people. Well, he's already told us that he wants. He's surrounded himself already with bad people. He believes in a principle where you surround yourself with non-successful people. What, how am I supposed to believe he's going to hire the best people? As, as he, he has said over and over and over, well, I'll hire the best people. Believe me. There's no, yeah, there's no reason to believe him. Anyway, uh, it's a good time to start your short-term emergency food supply. Uh, it really is, because who knows what could happen and when. And if you're prepared for at least 72 hours, that's a really good start. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the basics, right? I mean, yeah, it's, ten, it's, for, it's the base. For 10 bucks, it's one meal. So you're gonna you're talking about one meal uh, you, that you would spend at a restaurant, even a, probably a take. I, mean, I went to Subway yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a thirteen ten, something like that. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It was something like I, I got two two six inch because I was there with my wife. Got two six inch sandwiches. So a normal foot long, probably with foot long chip soda. You're probably at over ten dollars at Subway at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, in at least most areas of the country. In Manhattan, it's a hundred and eighteen dollars. Um, yes. But even here in Texas, it's over ten bucks. That yeah. money. You apply it to uh, my Patriot Supply. You're gonna get 72 hours of food, three full days of meals to For use in case of an emergency. That's, that's, that's right. nothing. It's I mean, crazy. you know, and you know, look, my, we've talked to these guys at my stupid. Patriot Supply how many times? Yeah, um, and they we've told them that it's stupid. It's first of all, Matt, stupid. what are you doing? It's stupid. And their argument basically is, look, <laughs> I mean, we can we can get people thinking about this, mm-hmm. um, help people for basically no money. Yeah. Um, and people will think about it, and maybe they want to do more. If they do, I think they'll see the quality of the food. Yep. They'll see the quality of how we do things, and they'll come back to us. If not, I mean, look, we've helped a lot of people, uh, and you know, it didn't cost them a lot of money, and they're prepared for three days. It's kind of a win-win. It's really a win-win, and it's practically free. Triple eight four eleven sixty eight forty four. Call that number today. Call it right now. Triple eight four eleven. 6844 or go online at preparewiththeblaze.com. The founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house and went through real estate agent after real estate agent and they were all talking a great game. And this guy who is selling his house, the founder of this uh, this company, he's, you know, he's kind of an important guy and kind of, you know, should get the best treatment and he said to his wife, "If this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is their word is their bond and they are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. We have a thousand agents across the country and they are people that listen to the show. And so when you go through real estate agents, I trust it's sent to somebody who already you already know their sensibilities. They already are cut from exactly the same cloth. There's got to be a better way. There is. Realestateagentsitrust.com. There's some Indian nationalists who are excited about Donald Trump, too. Not American Indians. Indians, actual Indians. Uh, the reason that American Indians are called Indians is because Columbus thought he was in India. Uh, but he wasn't. So, uh, anyway, some Indian nationalists. Um, the Hindu Sena nationalist group really, really likes him. 
because of his hardline stance against Islamic terror. Um, and they're certainly no stranger to that. They love him so much that yesterday they took on New Delhi's protest lane to pray that uh, Donald Trump becomes president of the United States. Here's a peek at that. जिस प्रकार से डोनाल्ड ट्रंप ने लोगों की मन की बात भापी है और सीधे ही सीधे ही टारगेट किया है इस्लामिक आतंकवाद से टेररिज्म हैज इंस्पायर्ड अस यहां पे भी पूरी दुनिया द होल वर्ल्ड इज स्क्रीमिंग अगेंस्ट इस्लामिक टेररिस्ट्स नॉट सेफ फ्रॉम इट इंडिया टू हैज सफर्ड फ्रॉम अटैक्स इट्स गेट अ लिटिल समनस एंड पीपल आर कंटीन्यूअसली डाइंग ऑल ड्यू टू इस्लामिक टेररिज्म ओनली डोनाल्ड ट्रंप कैन सेव ह्यूमैनिटी ओनली डोनाल्ड ट्रंप कैन से ओह दे पुट अ लिटिल डॉट ऑन हिज फॉरहेड टू And his neck. I didn't know you, they did the neck thing. It's kind of cool. Yeah, they like him. Donald Trump! Zindabad! Donald Trump! Zindabad! Donald Trump! Zindabad! Okay. Uh, there you go. Uh, they like him. I will say that uh, it's pretty rare. And, uh, nobody believes Donald Trump is the only person who can save humanity except Donald Trump. He fully mm. believes it. Yeah, he does. And apparently he's got some supporters uh, in, India. In, in India as well. Fortunately, they can't vote. They have no say. I, I, now, if they, were, if they converted to uh, being Muslims, they would not be allowed here to even visit the country in which... But well, that, that was just a suggestion. Though. Yeah, he was just a little you suggestion. Know, was a suggestion. No big deal. Um, have you seen the Super PAC ad with uh, Hillary Clinton? Uh, or it's, 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 her, it's an associated Hillary Clinton Super PAC. So, again, they can't... Oh, I have not. If you don't know these rules, they can't talk directly to each other. They can't right. coordinate when they're going to release things or whatever. But they. Can, Boy, did we find that out more and more during... Uh you know, with Ted Cruz. Yeah, um, you had, being, there's really bright lines. Unbelievable. You can't cross them. It's, it's so very stupid. strange. It's stupid. It's stupid. I mean, the, for everyone, like, everyone's like, oh, that Citizens United thing, is, it was a stupid ruling. You know, I kind of agree with that in that they didn't go far enough. For different uh, reasons. Yeah, it should be, you should yeah. be able to use any of your money to support any group or any politician <laughs> that you want because it's yours. And free speech is, is, is an important aspect of this country. I don't know, somebody, <laughs> it's codified somewhere. Do you remember where, Pat? I can't remember. Um, was uh, it? Uh, 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 the, the book of suggestions. The initial book of suggestions <laughs> had that in there, I think. Um, Webster's Dictionary? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. It was my, yes, I think. Yeah, the, the initial book of suggestions for the country or something. <laughs> um, and uh, that book of suggestions said, uh, you know, actually, the reason why we have this free speech thing is because the most important thing is you should be able to speak out against the government and support your, the political um, arguments that you believe in. Um, and uh, and then they said, well, no, yeah, but we're going to limit that to twenty seven hundred dollars per candidate or whatever it is. It's, it's completely ridiculous to me. An arbitrary, it's what a, arbitrary why? and why? stupid. What a um, dumb figure. And then, but well, then, support can to a super PAC. You can give seventy million dollars if you want to. Right. And then they, they use that they can to use support, it to that support candidate. the candidate, but they can't talk to the candidate about the, how they're supporting it. Yeah, um, they can talk to the candidate about things; they Doesn't just can't any... talk to the candidate about that specific thing. Doesn't make any um, sense? Which is all ridiculous. However, Donald Trump, by the way, we should point out, is on again the left side of that argument. Uh, he wants to overturn Citizens United uh, and make it so you can't spend money uh, on your own political causes. And again, that's a very left-wing cause. Some people agree with it, uh, including Donald Trump. So anyway, uh, the Super PAC. Uh, for is supporting Hillary Clinton against Donald Trump. They've decided to come up with an ad. And this is just example number one of what you're going to be seeing for the next six months. But watch. Okay. You've called women you don't like fat pigs, dogs, <laughs> slobs, and disgusting animals. 
what's really offensive are his policies. Where does he stand? It's too early right? in the morning to ask that question. Yeah. The marketplace okay. is going to make sure of it. Hey, we have to keep our country very competitive. Really? Are these so to be careful of Parenthood should absolutely be defunded. Should the woman be punished for having an abortion? There has to be some form of punishment. Donald Trump is on the real uh, spear point of this assault on women's rights. And that's why the stakes in this election couldn't be higher. It's funny because the good thing about Trump um, from the liberal perspective is you're going to be able to hit, because he's taken every conceivable position on every issue, you can can make ads that make him look conservative and ads that make him look liberal. Um, So, and now obviously now the ads are going to, they're going to try to make him look like he's this crazy conservative. Of course, he's taken positions that have disagreed with all of the stuff they just showed you. Um, So... He's going to be able to come back and say, you know, no, well, I also said this and I also said this. But the offensive stuff is really where it's going to get him. I mean, you see, with the women, the women's issues are interesting in that, you know, paid leave. I mean, paid obviously. Paid leave. Is that really the issue that you're going to push forward in this in this election? This is to do to a paid leave. He's going to win if that's what you're trying to do. <laughs> paid leave? <laughs> Again, the- first of all, you get, what, 10 weeks of paid leave? Is it 10 weeks? It's eight or ten weeks right now. It's not paid. It's uh, for the the uh, the Family Medical Leave Act you're talking about. It's yeah. not paid leave. It's paid leave if the com- company chooses. Yes, and the company does. So they here, want the yeah. government to mandate that all companies must f- right. force the company to... The government will force every company to pay you for ten weeks? Right. The old law is essentially you can't... I mean, come like on, Jeffy, Jeffy has a medical issue, which, I mean, it's almost daily. You know, with yeah. Jeffy, obviously, he has huge yeah. medical problems. And, uh, well, you know, when there's gonorrhea and syphilis. Yeah, like there's always uh, one disease flaring up. Uh, Something is always going yeah. on. Um, so when, One of them I mean, will that, calm down and the other flares up. Yeah. I know. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. right. I mean, yeah. I'm yeah. telling what it's going to be. Right. Uh, so if you have, let's say, a really hefty flare-up of the gonorrhea, right, and ooh. you needed to take a, a few weeks I off. Like those, I don't like no. those times. Mm-hmm. We, the company <laughs> would not be able to fire you because we're saying, well, you've got a medical, le- uh, medical issue you're leaving. Same thing with, like, if um, uh, your wife had a baby, you you get uh, I think it's I think it's three months or something like that. It's some it's, it, especially for maternity leave. A mother having a baby, but I don't know if that it's limited for that. I, I can't remember what the rule is. I mean, they're pushing for the men to have they, it right now too. Right? Yeah, I, I might be. They in are. There. Um, I can't remember. There is some. I think there is. I think it is included already. Honestly, the bottom line is though, if you you can't say, well, you want to take time off for your pregnancy, you're fired. Right. Um, right, right. Now right, that right, didn't right. happen a lot before, but it was still technically legally possible. Right. So that's how they sold that rule. It also means a lot of other things that are highly questionable whether the, whether a company should be forced to do it. Uh, but the point right. is, you don't have to actually pay for it. They want to now make that same thing happen, but actually, you are forced to your salary to continue when you're not at work. I. I mean, wow. Now a lot of companies will do that because wow. they value the employee. That won't work on Trump. I think. Trump, why do they do it? You know, Trump can explain that kind of stuff. Because uh, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. No, I, I will say that he, um, that isn't targeted to, that's targeted to a Sanders voter, right? Like that, yes. That's, that's right. not targeted to a general election, middle-of-the-road voter. That's a Sanders, like, there, she's still trying to win, you know, Sanders voters over. She needs to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So she's got some work to do. But again, the only thing standing in, the, literally the only thing standing in the way of a Hillary Clinton presidency is Hillary Clinton. No kidding. She can blow this because she's terrible. Again, there's very little in the polling that indicates mm-hmm. that it's possible, but she's so bad, my aesthetic belief is that she can blow it. 
She can, and she might, uh, with stuff like this, uh, as she nodded when one of her supporters took out under God in the pledge. Only Hillary can bring us together as one nation, uh, indivisible, with liberty and justice Whoa. for all. What? <laughs> Hell, wow. She just did not want to say under God. She did not want to say that under God. Can we see it again anyway, just for the fun of it? That That is unbelievable. Wow. Only Hillary can bring us together as one nation, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Yeah. Good for you. That's the kind of stuff that's going to get her into trouble uh, in the general election. I, I, I mean, apparently Democrats don't care anymore. They they voted, what, three times not to put God in their plank or whatever uh, a few years ago. And I think it was 08 or, or 12. Was it 12 or 8? Might have been 12. Might have been. Might have been just four years ago when they when they tried three times and they still didn't vote to put him in. It was the guy who was asking the question at the convention that said, okay, it carried, motion carried, we're going to put it in there. <laughs> and they didn't, actually, they didn't vote for it. Um, so Democrats yeah, was, maybe don't care, but the general populace is going to care. And when you stop like that, one nation! <laughs> she actually started saying under. She almost choked She's, on it. Uh, uh, Indivisible! That's really bad. bad. Uh, but that's what you're going to get. That's what you'll get with Hillary. Uh, more patents, too, coming up momentarily. Seven two seven back. Patents do. Welcome to it. Apparently, there's uh, some new photographs that have been sanctioned and released by the North Korean government, uh, and there's something different about them. They've they've been untouched and uh, or unmessed with. They've they haven't they haven't retouched the photographs, and so you get uh, Kim Jong Un smiling like that. Hey, hey, I'm a nice guy. Hi, everybody. Good morning. He doesn't usually do that. <laughs> Yeah, he looks like a fun guy, doesn't he? Good morning. You just want to squeeze those little cheekies. Kimmy Jung on here. He is sort of adorable. Oh, he's yeah, adorable. He's just want to squeeze those little cheekies. He's lovable. And then and then there's a there's a picture of the, the generals from North Korea, and apparently the unusual thing here is that one of them was believed to have been executed months ago. Uh, but uh, but maybe not because they put out this. This photo of them, this, that, that photo of them, yeah. And uh, there they are. And I'm not sure which one was said to have, uh, was believed to have been killed. That guy right there. That guy? Oh, that guy? Oh, that guy. Right oh, there! That guy. Right there. They look like a happy group, don't they? They do. Well, how could you not be? They look like the North Korean Backstreet Boys. Mm-hmm. That is actually <laughs> what it is. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, that's uh, kind of nice. Kind of nice. Uh, yeah. So North Korea is joining, uh, and they're sending that out to the world. And I guess it shows that they can smile, they can laugh, they can have a good time like everybody else. Do we have the fake uh, documentary? I think we have that fun documentary. Yeah, I, I love this thing. I do is, is too. Is this the same one? I hope it's the I same. It's one. the one that shows how Americans live today and how many of us, <laughs> many of us in America, have to eat snow to survive. Oh no! And birds. We have to. We have to find a bird, sneak up on it, kill it, and then eat it. And then, of course, eat snow too. Mm -hmm. um, here are the poor conditions uh, of the way we in America live. I don't have to tell you, but here's here's a look. Again, there are no birds in the trees apart from these, which will be eaten on Tuesday. <laughs> they are yummy. <laughs> they are yummy. <laughs> you can also eat the snow, of which there is plenty in the United States. These people lie huddled together with their dead friends in blue body bags, drinking coffee cups full of local snow. It's really well done. We uh, thought that this was real at first. And it was reported right? as real by many yeah, sources, I think. Uh, they did eventually figure out that it, it was. I it think was. it might be a real thing, but fake translation. I can't remember exactly what it was, but oh. it still makes me laugh every time. <laughs> it's uh, great. Here is a second clip. Here's more. It's fun. In other parts of America, often disguised as foreign countries in Europe, mm. people mm -hmm. live the same terrible life. This man, a former Republican candidate for Oregon, is now having to get coffee made of snow from these trucks. <laughs> Many Americans have to live like this daily and are entitled to one cup most days. The weather is freezing, but the hot snow tastes nice. That man's taking the blankets while they're looking. They are very grateful to their government for these handouts. <laughs> So weird. It's really yummy. Cups of snow are the handout from our government, and we're we're grateful for that. We, oh, I would be. As I think I can get the cup of snow myself. Uh, and make it hot. Yeah. No. Well, maybe not. You're right. No. You're right. So that would be something to be grateful for. I would. Uh, I wish it just snowed. That's that's what I wish. But global warming has stopped that. Of course, it doesn't snow anywhere anymore. And so that's obviously an old documentary. Or they don't know in North Korea that the snow has stopped elsewhere. Maybe their, one, their wonderful leader keeps it going there. I don't know. I could totally uh, rip up a, a good old bucket of snow right now. I mean, that, that, <laughs> that sounds delicious. <laughs> I got to say, that sounds freaking I could, delicious. I could right eat now. one of the birds out of the trees, too. Oh, but it's course. not Tuesday, so I can't. You know. <laughs> we'll eat them next Tuesday. <laughs> that's really funny. That's That was really well done. And it... I can't remember how many uh, websites it fooled, but a lot. Yeah. One of them was probably Breitbart, because uh, they get fooled by almost everything. <laughs> um, speaking of that, going back to the Trump thing for a second, I, I love this. We kind of talk about the, the unity within the party. Mm -hmm. I love the, the Rick Perry thing. No, like I, jeez, that you've got to read that statement. Do you have that? Andy? Yeah, yeah. This is it's unbelievable because I mean I like Rick Perry. He's been in on the show. Too, but we've had him on. You know, he's a candidate that I think a lot of uh, I would have certainly been much better with him than Donald Trump. I mean, I no yes. doubt I could have voted for Rick Perry probably when it came down to it. Yes. But I mean, part However, of the reasons I liked 
Rick Perry. It was because he was being honest about Donald Trump when a lot of people weren't. Um, at least that's what I thought. I, I, this obviously was not true. This is what he said. Let no one be mistaken. Donald Trump's candidacy is a cancer on conservatism, and it must be clearly diagnosed, excised, and discarded. Uh, he represents a toxic mix of demagoguery and mean-spiritedness mm-hmm. and nonsense that will lead the Republican Party to perdition if pursued. As Jonah mm-hmm. Goldberg points out, if, you're not, uh, if you don't know uh, perdition, it means eternal damnation in hell. So... His taking his words literally, Perry wants to make a deal with the devil. Mm-hmm. And in this war on cancer, Perry wants to help cancer win, quote, in any way I can. I can understand mm-hmm. someone who says, look, we know Hillary's going to be bad. Trump is obviously says a lot of liberal things, but he also says some conservative things. Maybe we'll get a few of those policies. It's better than Hillary. I don't agree with that, but I can understand it. I can't understand someone who, sing, who thinks essentially it's a road to hell and he's a, his candidacy is equivalent to cancer and then comes out and supports him. And also says, not only supports him and says, I will vote for him in, the, in a tough choice between two evils, but says, I will do everything I can to help him win. And maybe, you know what, if I was offered the VP slot, I might take it. I, that, that makes no sense to me. You're obviously really lying bad. at one of these moments and probably, let's be honest about it, both of them. And this is, you know, this is a problem with Rick Perry, right? There, there are times when he looks fantastic, when he looks Ted Cruz-ish. Uh, there are other times when he looks like a rhino, and this is one of them. Uh, when, when Rick Perry is out there telling you that Donald Trump is a cancer that you got to excise and discard, you're like, yes, yes, thank you, Rick, thank you, you're back. And then all of a sudden, y- you see what pissed you off about Rick Perry and the trans-Texas corridor and, and, and the uh, mandatory vaccine thing. He tried to jam down Texans' throats and all of that kind of stuff. And then that side of him comes out, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's why I don't like him that much. Yeah, it's funny. I, it's weird with him. And you use that word, uh, the, the term rhino, which is obviously like you know, sort of a fake conservative is the way that's been. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it really is Republican in name only is what it stands for. And it's funny because really the term is misused. It, I'm, it, I'm, it is we're now, the rhinos. Yes, we're the rhinos. Yeah. I am legitimately, and I'm not a, an actual Republican, but people who are Republicans and are conservatives are now saying, you know what, screw it, I'm not voting for this guy. Those are the Republicans in name only, and that's a compliment. <laughs> the problem with Perry, he's a Republican no matter what happens. You know, that's the problem. I don't want someone who's dedicated to the party no matter what happens. If my party decides they want comprehensive immigration reform, he's well, an RNWH. God, I'm on there. RNWH, yep. Republican no matter what happens. And, like, who, who, who needs somebody like that? I, uh, I want someone who's going to say, well, wait a minute, these people aren't doing what they said they would do. I'm gone. Yeah. Uh, or I'm going to fight and try to change this. Instead, to, 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 with open arms, address something you called cancer and it compared to literal hell. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. You can't mm-hmm. cross that bridge. So, if, and my, you know, people will will fight back on that and say, "Well, wait a minute. He's just saying he's worth. You know, look, I he didn't think he was a great candidate, and you think he's better than Hillary, so he's supporting him." Well, you could do that, but you can't do it and call him cancer. No, you can't right. do it and call him hell. Essentially, Satan on earth. You can't do that. You can't do both of those things. And, no, I think you're right. You know, and this is, of course, I guess part of the thing that. Trump has tapped into and that like, you know, these politicians, uh, they don't nothing they say means anything. Um, Now, of course, nothing he says means anything either, but at least he says it with. And he just explains it away, too. I heard somebody asking him, well, some of these things you said on the campaign trail and uh, that was one of the things Mm -hmm. they pointed out. 
how do you now come back and he's like, well, what happens in politics? That 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 doesn't mean nothing. That makes no never mind. Uh, you say things during the course of a camp. You can't just explain it away that way because now, anytime you're at a campaign, we can't believe what you say. Isn't it what you're telling us now? So all during the campaign, you were saying a bunch of stuff you didn't believe. The hell, that's what we hate about politics. Mm-hmm. It's what we hate about politicians. And you're just admitting it. And that's why we've taken the drastic step to prove this point, to elect the person who does it more than anyone ever. Right, correct. Um, we want to make sure that so you guys bad. really know we don't like people who say anything to benefit themselves by electing the person who does it admittedly all the time. Well, and we have a choice between two of those people. So Yeah, great. Good. Congratulations. You're screwed. More of a patents too coming up. It's inevitable. We're screwed. discussion off the air um i'm um looking uh to pick up a new hobby um, yeah me too i'm thinking uh, drug use would be the thing um and i'm trying to say so i'm trying, to do, this, I'm trying to do this right um mm-hmm. i, I want to pick the drug that helps me not be a fat ass um and so i've heard um there are some of those out there yes there are, there are. i've done my full research yet you know i mean i want to make sure i go through this process in a sensible way but, I mean, the two leaders of the pack right now are cocaine and smoke. You want to become a sensible drug addict. Right, exactly. I don't want to be this, like, willy, I don't want to be this guy, <clears throat> this willy-nilly guy who's all on drugs and is like, <clears throat> I want to be a functional human being. I want all the good benefits, but just none of the downsides of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I want to do is I'm thinking speed or It's a difficult task. Cocaine. Well, no, but think about this. Think about this. We're going to have a president who's either Hillary or Donald Trump. Right. We're going to need to be drugs. stoned through, for the next right. four years. It'd be awesome. We're going to need drugs. Plus... Plus the weight loss. Right. Plus the weight loss. So, Jeffy, which drug would children, you Children, we are not advocating drug use. That's not what we're doing here. So well, children, you're, probably children? Not as, you're not as fat as us. If you're as fat as us, we're definitely advocating <clears throat> drug use. And no. Bat Gray is not speaking for the entire crew. <laughs> right. Uh, there's a two out of three vote here. Heavy drug use, uh, two to one wins. No, seriously, Jeffy, which one, uh, should, which one should I pick up? Which, if I'm going to start a habit. Well, I would, you know, you should probably just start out with speed, methamphetamine, right? I mean, that's the one? With that. Yeah. <laughs> math. That's the first recommendation. Methamphetamine. It's, it's not, not, like it's not really... math. <laughs> it's not the meth that you're thinking of. It's not the street, the cooked drug. Okay. What's the it's difference? It's a pharmaceutical methamphetamine. That's what it's called. Okay. So, I mean, Jeffy, we're going to start this out. We're going to see how it works. See if, if I have drastic weight <laughs> really? loss over the, over the next you, You're going to start on speed? And maybe no, my, my commentary is... I'm a huge fan of well, that. Well, because you're going to be supplying it. So, you're, you obviously want to make a profit, which is fine. I mean, you're helping out a fellow co-worker. And, I mean... Huh. Okay. You know, I don't know how this. I don't know how it will affect my analysis on situations. Couldn't get, couldn't get anything more wrong than I got the Trump election, though. So that's true. That's a fact. It's, very true. <laughs> it's kind of a. It's very it's kind true. of impossible. So yeah. all right, cool. Uh, thank all you, right. Jeffy. Here's right. something Sign kind of fun. Here's, this is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harry Reid, Senate Minority Leader. <clears throat> Boy, that sounds great. Instead of Majority Leader, that's awesome. Senate Minority Leader, Harry Reid, 
uh, is talking about launching a an investigation over fellow fellow Democrat Alan Grayson over ethics violations. Attention, pot. This is Kettle calling you black. <laughs> Attention, pot. Hi, it's Kettle calling you black. That's so great. Yeah. Harry Reid is talking to anybody about ethics violations? I mean, that's great. I can't stand. Well, I can't stand either one of them. But Alan Grayson is, I, I think he was our initial a member of the Douche Hall of Fame, wasn't yeah, he? If anybody represents yeah, the, the Douche Hall one? of Fame, it's Alan Grayson. It's Alan Grayson. Now, I will say that we, of course, never encourage infighting amongst Douche Hall of Fame members. <laughs> uh, it's always, it always hurts us when that happens. <laughs> it's like our, our children are fighting. Yeah, I don't almost. like that. I don't like no. that. But I guess uh, he told, uh, Reed in, in public told Grayson, <laughs> I want you to lose. Because he's trying to win the Senate, a Senate seat. And he said, I want you wow. to lose. Wow. Wow. Hmm. The incident started when Reed. Yeah, look at this. The incident started when Reed, speaking to the Congressional Progressive Caucus. Jeez, how can you. I don't. How can you be LDS? Let's just say it. How can you be a Mormon and be a member of the Progressive Caucus? How is that even possible? How, how does that even compute in your mind? That is unbelievable. I mean,. You're essentially, and everybody knows it, a communist. You're a patient <laughs> communist, is what you are. Because progressives are communists with patience. I mean, that's it's, it's not just a catch slogan. It's true. That's what you are. So anyway, uh, Grayson interrupted Reed to challenge him about statements he's made about him. Uh, and apparently it was, I, I wish we had... I wish we had sound of that and video of that, because that that must have been fun. The often combative Grayson uh, abraded Reed, a former boxer, on Wednesday to the point that Reed's security detail was summoned to the room. Wow. Yeah, Grayson's nuts. I mean, he's wow. the same guy that would, you know, he's a, he'd punch somebody out. Um, Grayson? I think he, yeah. I mean, I don't think that he's physically in shape enough to punch somebody out, but he, I mean, maybe Reed would. I mean, Reed's bathroom beat him up or whatever yeah. to the point where he had a treadmill incident. Didn't he? <laughs> yes, exercise equipment. He had a, yes, I'm sure that's what it was. I'm sure that's what mm-hmm. it was. Or you're not sure something that? snapped and he did, turned was, around and hit his face. It was the exercise bands, right? It was the exercise bands right, that broke. Yeah, terrible, a terrible, tragedy. terrible tragedy that happens. All too often in this country, and I, I want it to stop. That's and why Jeffy stopped exercising. That's He's why. So no, I don't about. use those exercise bands. Those things are dangerous. Yeah, they are oh clearly gosh. dangerous. They'll kill you. They'll kill you dead. And look at that. And look at that. Look what it did to him. Look at it. It almost killed him dead. And thank I'm having, goodness. I'm having none of that. Thank heaven, uh, he survived the incident. But it was it was uh, horrific. And so, we've got to stop the exercise band abuse in this country and and the <laughs> thank you. the uh, the cleansing that the bands are doing. They're they're cleansing Americans right now, and uh, they almost took our Senate Minority Leader. And I, I won't stand for it anymore. <laughs> but anyway, that's exercise an, kills America. Interesting exercise little kills. interesting little argument. That's kind of fun. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. There is more patents to uh, just around the corner. Really hard to figure out who to art, who to I know who to root for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, jeez.
Thanks, Pat and Stu. I, I honestly wish I could live without ESPN. I really do. I know. It's just that I can't. Uh, that's where the BYU Cougars play. And I wish they didn't. I wish they had a uh, deal with somebody else. ABC. Uh, look, across. No, lacrosse team or football? Which, oh, football. Uh, I know you're a big uh, BYU lacrosse guy. Well, I'm a BYU. Everything I'm a big guy. BYU everything guy. BYU yeah. athletics. Yeah, yes. I know. As a matter of fact, it was really a, a, it was an interesting weekend over the weekend for BYU because they were in two national championship games. Sadly, they lost them both. Uh, so it was a bad weekend. But uh, could have been a very, very good one. They, they were in the rugby championship and the volleyball national championship. And they lost each. Uh, there, I, I mean, if I could search for thousands of years, mm-hmm. I don't think I could come up with something I care less about than the BYU Rugby Championship. Really? Mm-hmm. If, you were, if you were searching the dials <laughs> and the, the, you saw the rugby game happening, you wouldn't stop to watch? I honestly did not know that college rugby existed in this country until right this moment. <laughs> really? I, thought, I thought it was like more of a European sport or well, Australian I mean, or something. Yeah, Australian yeah. Is, is really It's Australian huge, right? rules football, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, so it's much bigger there, but yes, we do have college. I, didn't, I really I didn't even know there was college teams here. Yeah, there oh, are. Most so, of them are intramural, though. What? Most of them are uh, intramural. Teams. They're club teams yeah. or something, but there are. But yeah. the, we're talking varsity here. This is the they call it the varsity cup because it's the actual school representative team that goes right. out and plays. So, so who do they beat, Pat? Who well, they they well, they they had won forty four matches or whatever they call them in a row. Oh my god! Until this, yeah, they they won the national championship four straight years, and then they came up against uh, Cal they again. Got, they got a little lackadaisical this year. Cal beat them, forty to twenty nine. Sucks. It's unbelievable. You know this. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Men's volleyball. You want to hear the? Sure. Lost to Ohio State in the championship national. Wow, championship. that hurts. Hurts bad. Bad. I don't care. I, I probably don't care about anything as much as you care about BYU sports. <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> Problem tonight, I'm going to be watching the baseball team, of course. They're uh, doing great this year. 11 losses, right? Did uh, they lose one since? They've lost a couple since. Oh, oh. Yeah, they've won one since, too. They're 32 and 13. Oh, they have lost a couple of those since. Yeah. They've been, they were on quite yeah, they a streak there for They a had while. a bad week last week. Ooh. And uh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so you're saying about ESPN, I think. But I was saying about ESPN, which got us off on this tangent. Can't live without them. First of all, there is BYU Sports. Secondly, there's Sports Center. I mean, da 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 da. You can't you can't live with that. People do that when they hit a shot on uh, you know on the playground. It's have, just a uh, part of our society. Now. I will say I've completely found my way away from Sports Center. I, I don't have you really I don't yes. watch. I never watch it. I mean. I just don't. I don't During know. During football season, you don't watch Sports Center. No, I mean I watch really? other shows that do sports highlights, but like, well, first of all, the actual NFL games are pretty much dominated by Red Zone right, uh, channel, so I'm watching the games. That's the true. NFL. And the NFL Network will cover that pretty yep, well. They and do you don't need well. ESPN for that. Obviously, online, you, you know, really, like yeah. ESPN is filled with things. But that's and because just things like soccer and rugby highlights that I don't care yeah, about. I know I hate Lots that. Lots of women's sports stuff that, that they put in there that I don't care about. But I mean, you don't care about you college I don't care football, about it. really, either. And that's no, I do. I mean, but like I could watch college football highlights all day. I mean, I'm interested. In that, but like they pack in a lot of stuff yes, now. They do. they do. There's just sports I don't care about at all. I mean, I mean, they put so much Premier League coverage they're, in these. You know why? I can't I care. Think, you know why I think it is? I think they're liberalizing everything, yeah. including their actual sports coverage. It's like, all right, now let's jam some soccer in there because Americans need to care about it. 
even though we don't. And so they're jamming it down our throats right now. And I, I, I absolutely hate that. Yeah. I mean, like I want, like I care about Manchester United versus Barcelona. I don't give a rat's ass about that. Yeah, I, I really don't, don't care. I, mean, you know, I don't. Know. First of all, I, I can appreciate that you don't like soccer. There are many people that do. And very this coming from a man that's watching college rugby. Uh, I, I actually think, I think you can handle man. I think you can game? handle Man U in Barcelona. No, I cannot yeah. handle Man U in Barcelona. Yeah, I'm no. Not, there's too many choices no. out there, and I do not need to waste my time with that nonsense. Like, I mean, I, I was mildly interested in the uh, what was it, uh, Leist, uh, something city, something city that won the soccer championship this year because it was a five thousand to one shot to start the season. And I thought that was interesting, and that like a team mm. that had they hadn't won in over a hundred years. It, really, I don't know Leicester, anything about Leicester that. City. Anyone know? Leicester City, Leicester. Sort. I don't know. It starts with an L. I'm being told. London. Um, yes, London, <laughs> London City. <laughs> London City. I, I'd never heard of it before. Thank you for the pronunciation help there, Pat. Um, but they were a five. Were you thinking London? Yeah, it's not yeah. that. A lot of people have that problem. Uh, uh, they were a five thousand one shot. They had never won a championship or hadn't won a championship in over a hundred years, and, and had been playing, and they were just terrible Good uh, for all them. that time. And then they won. And it's kind of like, but you know how they won, Pat? No, I don't. They were. Um, they had this amazing goal they scored, right? Uh huh. Where. No, 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 wait a minute. No, it wasn't that. They were sitting on the sidelines while two other teams were playing, and those two teams tied. So the dramatic moment given to this team that hadn't won in 100 years happened when two other teams tied, which guaranteed them the title. You've got to be kidding me. I mean, because of the about points. Terrible sports. Because of the points. Terrible sport. They should so be they playing. Were not, no. They didn't even win it on nope. the field. That's really bad. They, just, they, they couldn't really have been they, caught. They couldn't, that's have, they couldn't have lost it. Yeah. That's now, freaking soccer. Yeah, it's just an awful sport. But I, I, I will say... So ESPN is doing all that. Then they just fired Kurt Schilling, which we talked about, and they fired him because of a Facebook post or a tweet or something. It was a it was a Facebook post. Um, so what have they done instead now? Now they've hired Ab, Am, Abby Wambach from the U.S. Women's Soccer League. Uh, she was a big soccer star, LGBT activist, who recently pled guilty to driving under the influence. So she just got a DUI. This was two weeks. Uh, after firing Kurt Schilling. Uh, in addition to being arrested for the DUI, Wambach also admitted to using cocaine and, her- and marijuana while she was a member of the U.S. women's national team. Who among but, us? but none of that matters because she's a vocal advocate for LGBT causes off the field. Okay, Abby, then by gosh, that's fine. Is that her mugshot? Is that what that yeah, we're looking so. at there? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's interesting. Okay, so so Abby uh, is in. Kurt Schilling is out, despite the fact that Abby was just arrested for uh, doing something against the law and has admitted to several other things that are also against the law. Kurt Schilling's a law-abiding citizen. He's got to be out of here because of his, his yep. points of view. As we were talking about the uh, media career of Abby Wambach, I realized that I actually have found something I care less about than the rugby score <laughs> from BYU. Abby Wambach? I just died. I know. Wow. I know. Wow, that's a struggle. I, I mean, I saw, first, first of all, the sport she plays I don't care about. I then either. I care less about her uh, women's soccer than men's soccer. Then I care less about uh, a, a, an individual on one of those teams than the actual mm-hmm. team. And then I care less about her media career than her, her uh, participation in the sport. 
So it's like 19 steps down on the Abby Wambach scale huh? is me caring about her analysis about whatever she's about to do. She'll probably be part of their soccer coverage. Right, I guess. What's interesting, of course, is the double standard here, which is um, yes. notable, uh, yeah. I would say. I mean, here's here's a woman yeah. who committed a crime. That's okay to be... You can be hired yes. for that. Yes. Um, however, if you if you post something bad on the, on the Facebook page, well, then bye-bye. Uh, and Kurt Schilling has been very outspoken since he left, by the way. Um, he's, uh, I think, feeling a little uh, unrestrained. So, uh, I just, I mean, ESPN's a waste at this point. It really is. I mean, I only care they're, about their they're live stinking sports. Waste. They're now, I will say, some of their NFL sh- uh, shows that they air during the day, I like. Um, they have some, uh, like, the, the, the shows that air... There's a period when this show ends, and then I go upstairs, and then there's TVs on. One of them occasionally finds its way to ESPN. Um, and they shoot, like, the NFL insider-type shows, where they got the insider reporters right. and NFL insiders, where they're talking about that. That I can watch. But, I mean, very little, other than live sports, do I go to them for anymore. And that's partially just because, you know, it's, you know, it's television. You know, it's like, they, yep. you know, they do the deadly thing to me, which is deadly of all... Uh, Pro, you know, all shows do this, and I and they are the pioneers of it, which is to tell you the next twelve things they're going to talk about. Oh, they do. Like, that's all they do. I hate that because all. I mean, I like it at some level for, as a listener because I can go in there and say, "Oh, there's no reason to stay here and waste mm. time watching this." Like they did. Here's a here's a giant commercial as to why you shouldn't watch this channel for the next thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like now if I'm if I pop well, in, they're hoping you're going to be interested in one of those stories, right? And they'll keep you longer. But it that can definitely the, backfire. It usually does with me. Because usually, yeah, unless it's like, you know, if they say something like, hey, you know, there's some Philadelphia Eagles story or something, which I actually would care about, maybe that helps me stick around the 1% of the time that happens. I got to tell you, though. The 99% of the time, I'm almost like, oh, wow, they're going to talk soccer, then there's rugby, then uh, then there's women's basketball, then there's women's golf. Well, I've got a free half hour. Well, stuck in the middle of that, let's say, in between those, stuck in the middle of that is a Philadelphia Eagle headline that you didn't know about. Okay. You Google mute. it. Mute. Look it up, gone. Bye bye. Yeah, I, I don't understand. I mean, I'm sure there's. I've done that. Oh, exactly. Of course. I mean, that what? I've done that, and it works. <laughs> it works because the internet already has it. You don't have to wait around for Sports Center to have it. Uh, good point here from Matt on Twitter. However, before we move on from this, in Abby's defense, you guys do employ Jeffy. That's a good point. Wow. DUIs Jeez. and smoking weed—that's rookie stuff I, for Jeffy. I did uh, say wow. who among us when you were saying when oh, you, you were talking to me. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, well, of course he did. Of course he did. I as he always listen. does. Who among us? I mean, that's his go-to. It's just line. a DUI, right? It's a go-to line. It's, it's a, a go-to line. It's a DUI. It applies in every case deal. for you. In every case, it applies. Am I right? It does. Who am I? Not? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Kurt Schilling is also speaking of Kurt. Uh, he retweeted something that's kind of interesting. Um, picture of former Red Sox picture. The picture. You know, the picture he shared is. Uh, of the very popular none of my business meme from Kermit the Frog having Donald Trump's hair and the caption, liberals compare Trump to Hillary when Trump has never killed anyone. Yet Hillary has, but that's none of my Benghazi. <laughs> okay. All right. So there you go. There you I, go. I'm not sure who I mean, Hillary has killed. Unless you're, are, are they alleging there yeah, that, they're that saying she's responsible because the four people died and yeah, she did I mean, nothing. She, to, she didn't kill them. I mean, you can't make that. You can't make that. Right. Case. You can say that she was, you know, uh, partially responsible for it. I mean, yeah. that is a little bit different than the killing. Now, yeah. of course, Pat, you've brought up the list of uh, 99 individuals. And, and there's that. Of and there's that. It's that. <laughs> Although, I mean, let's be honest about it. Can we rule out the idea that mm-hmm. Donald Trump has killed someone? 
I can't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can we rule it out? I will say or this. had somebody killed? Yeah, I mean, I mean, please. He knows enough people in the mob that we, yes, mean, he we could do have. know that he has mob ties. Yes, I mean, that's he not, does really without question at this point. Um, whether he actually murdered someone, we don't know. But again, I got the call in my office, and now he needs to answer for it. Oh, wow! You're pulling out the call in the office card. Mm-hmm. Nice. I mean, I don't know. Here's the thing I'll say: it's been reported in a major source, right? Um, it's a it's a re- reputable source. Uh, this, you know, I mean, is it a source uh, that said that uh, Ted Cruz's dad killed JFK? I don't know. It's not the exact same source, but it's the same level source. It's me, and I'm on national television telling you that Donald Trump has ki- probably killed people. Probably, I don't know. We'll look into it. I mean, he needs to answer oh, I, for it. I think you're a stronger source than the other one. Probably stronger source than the so, National Enquirer. I mean, it's. You know, uh, I say go ahead and report it. Report it. Donald Trump has. Well, let's just not like. Let's people. just not willy nilly claim that Donald Trump hasn't killed anybody. It's anyway, a little <laughs> bit ridiculous. <laughs> we don't know that. We don't know it. We don't know we it. We don't know it. Uh, has he denied it? No, not that I know of. In fact, he said he could kill people and still get away with it and become president. Right. He's probably so. How do we know he hasn't already done it? Foreshadowing what, what, what's know. either happened since or happened before. Right. So All there right. you go. Thank you. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is the phone number. We're talking about elite athletes. I am not one of them, as you can probably tell. Huh. I'm, um, I'm actually um, overweight. Mm. Uh, but it may surprise you uh, that I actually do have something in common with world-class athletes. Yeah, it's right here. We use the same product, Super Beats. Now, Beats, um, they get a bad rap. Uh, much of that is uh, well-deserved because they <laughs> they don't taste very good and no one wants to eat them. They are a nutrition gold mine. They are rich in dietary uh, nitrates, which helps boost circulation. They gives you more energy. Obviously, there's lots of uh, there's a lot of benefits. Of I had some beets. delicious dietary nitrates the other day. You did really good. Really good. Yeah. You, really cooked them up in some uh, lard. Really? And just ate them. It's really good. Yeah, Mike, the combination of super beets and lard, I don't know if that's going to be <laughs> as beneficial. Won't. No, maybe not. Uh, but it is the easiest way to get the dietary nitrates into your system because you can just do a quick shot of super beets. It actually tastes good. Um, and it's equal to two liters of beet juice. So a lot of beet juice that you're not going to drink uh, but on its own. But super beets takes care of that problem so you can get the healthy benefits without the terrible beet taste. In fact, super beets comes in black cherry flavor, which is really delicious. And, you know, you can taste something that's really good and is healthy for you as well. Go to stewlovesbeets.com, stewlovesbeets.com, or call 800-951-8896. 800-951-8896 right now. You'll love the results you'll feel with your First free canister guaranteed or your money back. 800-951-8896 or stewlovesbeats.com. Jeffy has some stories for us. Here's Jeffy. He yeah, we have some uh, early ratings uh, uh, results on this particular segment. We do? Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Drop to zero. Day drop to zero. <laughs> really? Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't do this well, segment. I think we then. need to continue to test it. All right. Okay. Uh, so, we, yeah, usually to. they're like, they, it's like a, it kind of looks like, um, <laughs> like th- picture like if people were walking across a sheet of thin ice uh-huh. and then um, they fell through it. Right. That's what our ratings look like during the segment. Holy cow. Yeah. 
It's like, oh, wait. Did you ever, speaking of breaking <laughs> through ice, have you ever broken through ice like that? I no, not, but I no. bet you have uh, many times. Why would you bet that I have? <laughs> um, because of uh, science. <laughs> the laws of physics. Gravity. The, yeah. I will say that it, that water is really, really cold. cold. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You know, gravity is not just a good idea. It's, it's a the law. law. It's the law. <laughs> yes, I found that out. Yeah, you did. I did. I found that out. It's a frightening thing. All right, yeah, we can do a couple stories. Sure, we can talk about the lady. Uh, I'm not sure of the stats because I was going to use this uh, since you threw it to me earlier. I was looking up some stats and I haven't found it yet about uh, wild dogs in America because a lady here in Dallas just this week got attacked by uh, half a dozen wild dogs and then ended up you know, dying was sad. It was a horrible story. Oh my gosh! She was being attacked bad. by these wild dogs. Now the here in Dallas, yeah, in I, South Dallas. I hadn't and heard about that. The uh, the city said that no one had contacted them about these wild dogs, and the people in the neighborhood are saying, "Ah, uh, no, we have. Uh, these wild dogs really? have been around for quite a while, and it's not the only pack. There's several packs." Uh, <clears throat> Are they roaming pit, the streets? Are, are they pit bulls? Or are they what? Doesn't matter. They're just it's big not dogs. Not a roaming pack matter. of poodles that uh, killed a grown woman. No, right? it's, it's not, <laughs> it's no. Only, it, when you hear that there are a hundred, a hundred dogs, those are the poodles. Okay. Yeah, so half a dozen, six, or they're just big dogs. But I remember seeing uh, a pack, a big pack of wild dogs in it in uh, Florida once, as you know, driving down the road, and you drive by a a lot or whatever, and there's a, just a pack of these dogs ready to looking for scrounging scavenging looking for what trouble neighborhoods are you hanging out in <laughs> well you know where he hangs out you know wild dogs the- that's why they're wild they go anywhere right. oh okay that's he's true. down by the crack house where he's where he's scoring his next fix and then he sees the pack of dogs am i right jeffy i mean kind of goes without saying i guess but uh so I mean, maybe I, maybe i shouldn't have said it you probably shouldn't have. No. Okay. But it wasn't the crack house? All right. wasn't, no. Which house was it? Crack Which house. drug house was it? <laughs> why, I ask you this, Jeffy, honestly, why do they have to have individual houses for the drugs? Why not have, they just sell all the drugs at the same house? Well, they do, but what ends up happening is that some drugs are, you know, re, you react differently to, so it's just easier to stay together. Hmm. Okay. Oh, okay, so like crack addicts want to stay with other crack addicts. Yeah. Hmm. That was a good answer. Of course. Was, uh, he pretty much sum- summarized I mean, that. I mean, I wanted to go mm-hmm. into some examples of what happens after you smoke it or shoot it, but okay. then I decided that that would be So wh- better what are they doing about these dogs, Jeffy? They are uh, now rounding them up and uh, trying to tell Dallas that, hey, it's okay. It'll be, it'll be okay. And the neighborhoods are like, but there's more dogs out there. So the mayor is responding with, you know, we're on wow. it. We're on it. But I want to look up some of the stats around America because... Remember when uh, Glenn went to Greece, uh, the big thing was wild dogs everywhere. Wild dogs. Everywhere. So, I mean, it could get get out of hand fast. Yeah. And so I'm surprised that uh, Dallas hasn't done anything uh, with the problem. They're going to have to now, though. I mean, it it starts attacking people. Yeah, once somebody's been A woman has been killed. Rummaging through trash cans and, uh, you know, barking at people and chasing people into their cars is one thing. But when they start attacking people Mm -hmm. and killing them, that's another story altogether. Mm -hmm. No question. And then uh, speaking of uh, killing, uh, we didn't mention it today, but uh, the George Zimmerman gun that killed uh, Trayvon Martin mm-hmm. is up for auction today. Boy, don't you want to buy that. No. no. Boy, don't. don't you want to buy that. Uh, George Zimmerman needs a lot of things in his life. Um, maybe <laughs> the first does. thing is a PR person. 
That might be like you would say like, hey, what about a home and and mm-hmm. food and water, shelter, a, an automobile? No, he needs a PR person as the first thing in his. <laughs> like I, I can't imagine why he would think it's a good idea to, sh- to sell a gun that shot someone. Now I understand. Like I think he acted legally. Sure. Right? I think he acted within the law, and should not have gone to prison. But yeah. he, man, he makes it hard for you to he uh, does. to to care he, about. He, what he has does. all along. He really yeah. does. He yeah. has all along. Yeah. I mean, he's had several run-ins with the police as far as uh, you know, with domestic abuse, and some of those have been you know, you know, he, he hasn't been thrown in jail for them. Um, uh, but like, I, I just uh, like this is t- obviously. I mean, I'm sure he's incredibly desperate for money. I mean, if you think about it, from his right, life right now, job. he probably has problems just leaving the house and doing basic things around the neighborhood. Um, but also, who's going to hire the guy? Would you hire George Zimmerman? I mean, I wouldn't. Um, nope. Uh, so I don't know. He probably needs the money and probably thinks that he's going to get some money for this. And probably somebody will buy it. Um, but Oh, yeah. I mean, you really want to, you don't want to en- enrich yourself uh, on that. If you're trying to say that you're um, I mean, it's a piece of history, right? It certainly, it certainly I mean, is. I mean, it, you know, it certainly is. I'm, yeah. I'm even if you wanted to sell it, though, you should give it to someone and let them sell it for you. And then he, you could say, well, look, I, I, I gave it to this guy. I didn't know what he was going to do with it. I just wanted it gone, and he's selling it now. And, wow, that's terrible. And then he can give you the money. <laughs> you have to have some way out of it. Uh, just, just <laughs> he point. doesn't seem to he, care. He doesn't no. care. He doesn't care. I no, don't he think. doesn't care at all. So Not one little bit. <clears throat> all right. Well, those Not were two bit. uplifting and really fun stories. Thank you, Jeffy. Now, can I also address one other thing about the Jeffy segment for a moment? Mm-hmm. Look, we all know people like it because it has a great theme song. But <laughs> uh, the segment itself. <laughs> but I think I'm, this, the I'm theme song has overshadowed the yes, segment. Yes, right. I'm continually you know? amazed by Jeffy's reaction to the segment, uh, which seems to be, um, yeah, well, yeah, I guess I got a couple stories here. Right. We do, we're supposed to be doing the segment every day. What you're supposed to do mm-hmm. is prepare for it. Not just to the, the last mm-hmm. two stories you had open in your tabs. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to prepare for it and mm-hmm. bring something to the table so that when mm-hmm. we come to you, you're like, hey, here are the best stories that uh, go along with my drug-abusing personality. Yes. Okay. I mean, I guess. Sure, okay. we can What do you mean you guess? We can look into that. <laughs> what, what? Is there a process? <laughs> is this like Joe and Mika trying to process how to do a third hour? Like, why, why, just do it's it. only been six years now. Seven? Is uh, that seven six, six or seven six years. Six or years. seven years. Uh, how did, uh, pretty soon, they're going to pop out with that third hour. Oh, yeah. Of course, they lost the other two right. in the meantime, <laughs> which is a problem. But uh, anyway, um, uh, Accular, Accularated, Accularated.com is telling uh, women to stop husband-shaming. I, I don't know about this trend, but apparently it's big. Um, a new trend online is is husband-shaming, where women post something about their husbands being humiliated, uh, and then I, I guess it's starting to break up some marriages for the for the sake of a, getting a laugh it and, should. and a click. Here's, here's a look at uh, some of them. I almost, left, I almost left my 38-week pregnant wife alone with a two-year-old, during a Category 1 hurricane to go on a business trip. Well, I mean, okay. And he didn't even do it? He almost did it? You got a job, and she got pissed, and so you stayed. But then you... And also, it was a Category 1 hurricane. Right, exactly. I mean, it was a Category 5 hurricane. I mean, maybe. Correct. You don't go, right, Jeffy? A 1 is almost just a tropical storm. Stop it. Then we have this. My wife 
had my car windows tinted so her friends wouldn't see me pick my nose. Uh, okay, that's <laughs> embarrassing. I mean, I wouldn't want my wife posting that. I can sing every word to "I Will Survive." That's just a joke. I mean, yeah, these all are. They that's have not a to big be, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They definitely are all jokes. Um, I pee with the seat down. Jeffy, all right. Jeffy, do you want to comment um, on that? I mean, it's easier to sit with the seat down. I ask my wife <laughs> every single day where this hat is. Like she's the one who wears it. Well, you know, this is uh... a. That's no big deal. That's no big deal. I have more shoes than my wife. Okay. Again, so. <laughs> I don't flush after going number one. Okay, and he, I guess he's. Apparently, I ruined Thanksgiving dinner by secretly basting the turkey with beer. Now, see, the guys are participating in right. this. Right, so, so it's not, not shaming. That's not shaming, that's him participating. My husband found my secret cookie stash and ate it. Okay, I well, mean, that, I mean again, hide it better, right, right Jeffy? Right. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. And Thank you. second, uh, who do you think you are hiding things? I mean, wife. If these, if I these mean, were worse, like uh, the first one was kind of nasty. Yes, it was. It felt, business, it felt that way. Yeah, it felt like that was nasty, and maybe he wasn't even participating. Like she wrote that and then put it over the top of him. A picture of him. Mm-hmm. I, that one was problematic. But the rest of these, like this one, I leave my stubble from shaving in the sink. He's just participating in this. I scream like a little girl when I see a spider. It's more like a funny confessional thing. Yeah. I don't think it's anything controversial. Yeah. I farted in line at Walmart. <laughs> Three women thought their their babies had oh pooped themselves. Okay. All right. Uh, would I ask if I have any clean underwear? I really mean that I'm out of underwear, and I don't know how to use the washer. Well, I mean, who does? If you're a man. I made my wife live in a house without heat in the kitchen for 10 years uh, before I mentioned it could be fixed. Okay? All right. Well, you know, I don't know that that husband shaming is really the worst thing of all time. Uh, My house is not very clean. Neither is my minivan. Yeah. So... You know what? And, you, know, you know what those also are uh, not real funny. No, they're stupid. I mean, I, I wouldn't even click I mean, on those. Would you? I, I would say uh, someone in Jeffy's household was dreams about a man who does just does those things. Right, right. Can you imagine you know? what what Amber's husband shaming would be? Oh my gosh! I mean, there would be the a possibilities. List of, it's almost like a list <laughs> a list of criminal <laughs> violations. There would be a, a rap sheet. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then there'd be the the war crimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The felony it, would like, it would be like The Hague. It would be a similar list to The Hague. It would. I don't. Yeah. And then, I mean, she could post pictures of his hygiene, uh, you oh. know, talk about the diseases that he's got. I mean, that w- it would be ugly. I mean, I guess we could, I guess we could start a, you know, no. hashtag. Uh, no, please. <laughs> hashtag flare up. Nothing, and, uh, nothing shames him. He can't be shamed. Triple eight seventy seven. Back more patents to coming up. <laughs> you got to have some shame, I guess. Oh. Is, is the deal before oh. you can be shamed? So, never mind. <laughs> Hello. 
did you know that 1,284 new planets have just been announced by NASA? Yes, because I was just reading that self-same thing. Oh, yeah, that's because it's in our prep. Right. And we talked about it yesterday in the promo. 1,284 new planets announced. That's pretty cool. But like you said on, on, the, uh, on the promo... Uh, but we uh, Pluto can't be one of them. Right. That's so weird. I'm sorry. I grew up with nine planets and nine planets we still have. I'm not going with the eight planets. I'm not doing that. Yes. I'm not doing that to Pluto. Pluto is still a planet. And it's a planet to me. Yes. Pluto, you'll always be a planet in my heart. So it's got that going for it. I'm kind of with you on that. I, yeah. I, I don't care what I don't care what they say. I'd say it's not even a real. It's like if Flu, if they figured out that oh my gosh. Pluto was actually a speck on the telescope, and it wasn't ever a yeah, planet. Right. Okay, that's okay to tell right. me it's not a planet anymore. It was some arbitrary, weird thing that they decided, yeah. nah, nah, it's a little too small. We're not going to, no. Well, what? Shut up. What are it you was, talking about? It's just a small planet. We've already accepted that. So what changed? Did it spin out of the order and out of the solar system? No. It's still there. It's doing the same thing it's always done. Leave it alone. It's a planet. Okay, and now we have 1,284 new ones. Now, nine of the planets could potentially, they say, NASA says, could potentially be habitable due to surface temperatures that would allow liquid water to pool. And you kind of need that. You need liquid water. Uh, so more than frozen water. I don't know if they, do they know the makeup of these planets, though? Do they know from, I mean, you're seeing these things from, I, I think they said the closest was 39 39 light years away, right? Yeah, that sounds about right. 39 light years, which means at the speed of light, it takes you 39 years to get there. The speed of light, I think light travels at about 3 trillion miles per year. So 3 trillion times 39, you're talking about almost 120 million, 120 trillion uh, miles away. It's too far. That's it's just commuting It's a long drive. Yeah. It's more than it's more than a Sunday afternoon drive. I will tell you that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, can you really tell the makeup of the planet from just looking at it from this far away? I guess they can, from, based on certain things of, you know, trigonometry and, and shininess and shininess and, mm -hmm. and the way it rotates and the way it reacts with the things around it. But it's pretty tough to tell. Is that well, a solid surface? I, I don't know that they know that. One of the things you can tell is just you look when you're looking in through the telescope. You look at how the people are dressed. If they're in right. bikinis, you know, the know weather. Probably, you know, it's warm enough. It's probably warm enough. Okay. Uh, if they're in parkas and stuff, well, there's not going to be any cold. swimming going on. There's not going to be any water. Yeah, it's kind of the way they do it. Uh, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. I have no idea how they do this stuff. It's pretty amazing. I mean, it is. There is. I, we, there's a little bit of, of guesswork involved. I mean, in fact, they, they couldn't even tell mm. if Pluto was a planet. Um, now we're trying to, and that's only right, right. two that's billion close. miles away. Yeah, close in comparison. Yeah, uh, but still, I mean, it's it's an interesting study as we try to expand our knowledge base as, as to what's what surrounds us. Um, I, you know, whether any of these things actually. I mean, are you a big believer in the? Um, you know, are we going to have like uh, aliens pop down anytime soon? What are you thinking? Uh, no. no, I'm thinking no. Are you seriously asking that question like it's never happened? <laughs> you seriously? Anytime soon. I mean, they're already here, bro. Yeah, they are. I don't know what <laughs> really? the... Really? Where you're... Huh. Are you a... I mean, I, you can pretend all you want, but... Are you one of, one of them? <laughs> Not that I'm admitting. So, okay. No. All right. 
the Kepler telescope was launched in 2009. It's now discovered 21 exoplanets with similar characteristics to Earth, apparently, that could be habitable. Uh, it's the first NASA mission to find potentially habitable Earth-sized planets. So they start looking for these things that orbit suns at a distance that would not burn everything up or it's not too far away so that everything's too cold. And it's about the right size, and there's about the right structure. I mean, but you look at these blobs, and you don't... It's just a speck of light out there. How do you know if it's gas, or if it's solid, or, you know, what it is? How do you know? Stu just I answered that, like, uh, well, four you, minutes ago. Yeah, you look at the people that they have bikinis on, you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, there's no people there. There's no people. If there were, you couldn't see them. Couldn't see them, so... Um, so anyway, what you're saying is you don't know if there's people you, there. You don't you're know. Saying. I don't know. You're saying. People. There <laughs> exactly. Very well, said. maybe. I do you're believe that? there are people out there. I do believe that, uh, but I don't think they'll be visiting us. Anytime. Can we get less people in here than this one? <laughs> That's the question I have. We're working on that. Good. We're working on it. In, in where? Nothing. Uh, nothing. Never mind. Anyway, according to Slate, the biggest threat to realism on television is something you may never have considered. Um, and that's the way that coffee cups are supposedly full of coffee. I can tell you I've considered it. But they're plainly empty. That's funny. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's see the video. Okay. We know television is fake. We know that when characters are walking down the street in New York, they could very well be on a back lot in Los Angeles. And we accept this because we are not crazy people. We understand how fiction works. It, it's fake. It's all for you. I don't understand. And the sky and the Come sea, on, everything. It's a set. I it's don't a play. show. But television shows try their level best to appear as real as possible, to help engross us in their stories. And one of the ways they do this is by having characters do something normal, drinking a cup of coffee. You guys want to get some coffee? Yeah. Yeah, coffee is a symbol of the everyday. It can signal today's beginning or provide an excuse for two characters to interact. But as much as this coffee cup is intended to immerse us in this fictional scene, there's one slight problem. This coffee cup is probably empty, and television has a really hard time pretending it's not. And it drives me crazy. In 2014, I started the Empty Cup Awards hashtag because I realized this was not an isolated phenomenon. Television actors are, in general, very bad at pretending the prop cups they're carrying contain liquid of any amount. Sometimes this becomes clear because the basic laws of gravity are being ignored. This hot chocolate, for example, should have flown out of that cup five times. Hot chocolate, be nice. They're not even trying to pretend it's real, and it shows tremendous disrespect for both the viewer and, well, science. It can be a recurring problem for shows that consistently use coffee as part of regular routines. Car's job as an assistant means constant coffee delivery. And Calista Flockhart nearly always gives the impression her hard-ass editor is perfectly content receiving cups of hot air to start her morning. And then you realize how many shows have built coffee into the world and how consistently this creates problems. Every time I see assistants delivering coffee or characters consistently visiting a coffee shop, I'm already on edge and I'm instantly pulled out of the show. <laughs> and once you're focused on it, you begin noticing subtler issues like when coffee trays get involved and the actors struggle to adjust the weight to account for an absent cup. Then you discover it's not a new phenomenon. The sheer volume of coffee consumption on Gilmore Girls makes binging the show a veritable macchiato minefield and you lie awake at night terrified of what awaits when the revival drops on Netflix and then you commit yourself to an asylum because you're obsessing over pop coffee cups and TV shows. I kid. All we're doing, I argue, is naturally responding to an inherent contradiction. When actors carry around empty cups, it means that something included in scenes to make them seem more realistic is instead doing the exact opposite. These empty cups are not just <laughs> failing to immerse us in this fake world, they're actively reminding us that this world is fake. That's a, I mean, huh. it's an interesting observation. Yeah, and it is. There was no, like, obvious point where you see an empty bottom of a cup. But all of them, like that one... 
Last one, for example, is a good point where it's like there's something on the other side of the drink tray that's weighing it down that would not be weighing it down if there was something in that cup. Right. And why you can't, why they wouldn't think of this, at least putting water in it. Well, it you, that's I, what I was thinking yeah. the whole time. Why not just put water in it? Obviously, you don't want anything scalding hot. Right. Because it'd spill on the actor. Uh, so, but water should be fine. Yeah. Right? Now, on this show, sure. whenever Jeffy, um, even when we think he's, we try to give him a cold drink, we make it scal- scalding hot coffee. Right. In the hopes that he spills it on himself. The other thing is, we pretend that there's something inside Jeffy's but that's head. That's on purpose? But, but his head's completely empty. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing in there. Is, that's, that's a way to say that he's not smart. Uh, yeah, yeah. Plus, you know, in addition to not being smart, he's clearly also uh, overweight, overweight. Um, and uh, so and an ethics violator, <laughs> apparently. So I have to say that we're going know, on there. We're a little agitated today. All of us are um, a little on edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeffy has lost thirteen pounds. 15. Really, 15 I'm, I'm breaking 15 into 15 pounds. Stinking solid. Pounds. A solid, though. Solid. I mean, that's probably a little bit more. If you <sighs> so I may, at oh. this point, be fatter than Jeffy. It's no. Possible. It's possible. Well, I yeah. think we all are. Um, the issue, of course, is that Jeffy. Well, Jeffy used to be the fattest man on earth. Um, <laughs> and then he lost 100 pounds. More than. And then he, how, yeah. much you, how much you gained back? 100 plus. A thousand plus. No, seriously. I gained a thousand Come plus on. back. Come on. Tell us how much you gained back. A thousand plus. No, you didn't. Yes, Come no, on. I did. How much was it? I did. A thousand plus. Back. You just you won't put, say I mean, it. You, you, okay. you never hit no. that. I mean, you were not even close to what you were. No, I was not. Um, no, that, I was, and then no, I was not. But did you get halfway still. back there? Oh, yes. Oh, you did? Oh, yes. So oh, now you're, like, getting oh, yes. recommitted. Oh, my gosh. I got, then, we, like I said, that two weekends ago was... Wow. Well, we went... We, wow. I think we may have mentioned this. We went to IHOP together. It was myself, Pat, and Jeffy. Um, so and we spent $198 <laughs> at IHOP, so you know we had some food. I mean, we had a lot of food. I mean, the waitress was like, is anyone else coming? And no. Do you Why? guys have a bigger no, table us. over there? No. 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 Just, just We're good. Just us. I mean, maybe for the, the plates, you could have, we could have a bigger table. <laughs> uh, it's just us sitting here. We don't need any more chairs. Instead, we just piled the plates up higher. Yeah. They just kept That's stacking true. higher and higher. So we all ordered uh, entire meals, and then for sides, we ordered entire, entire meals. meals. <laughs> um, and <laughs> it was that weekend, Jeffy? Oh, yeah. What happened after that? I, after that, after that IHOP visit, then I just continued that pace eating melee, mm-hmm. right? That Thanksgiving esque pace, right? And then by Sunday, it was like, what am I doing? That's why I say a solid fifteen because after that weekend, I had stepped on the scale and there was actually a few more pounds on. Right, but right. I think that's the you know that's the the playing of well, we're not totally on you yet, but it, we could be. There wow. is we that little be. wiggle room in yes, there. Yes, we could be. Like when you, yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, that's I cannot have that. We could be. I, that we could be. Could Good not for you happen. for doing that, though. That's. I mean, happen. you finally taken that step more, quicker than any of the rest of us have. <laughs> I mean, Clearly, I we all need to. All right, I more Pat and Stu is coming up. And in fact, more Pat and Stu has been here for a long time. <laughs> yeah, it was just a that's kind of what we're talking the audience. about here. Just more you and more. You got more. Oh.
727 back. <sighs> Anyone watch the uh, John Oliver thing about science that he did this weekend? No. Jeffy? No, I did not. Um, I was interested because he, uh, you know, John Oliver is a, obviously a liberal, uh, but sometimes yeah, but he points out some, good, some, some mm-hmm. good things. Yeah. And obviously he's been on Trump a lot, which I've enjoyed some of those. But mm-hmm. he also will mm-hmm. occasionally just point out dumb things in liberal culture that are kind of pointless, which I like. Um, and he uh, pointed out um, something about how, like, we believe these scientific studies immediately without questioning them, and that's not what they say at all. Wow, uh, we should look into uh, climate change. Yeah. Yes, and of course he would do a, a thing about how dumb conservatives are about mm-hmm. climate change. Mm-hmm. Which, Correct. But, I mean, like, it, this is another one of these studies. Again, like, this is obviously BS. Here it is. A beer a day keeps the har- a heart attack at bay. On a sunny day, there's nothing as delicious as a cool, crisp beer. First of all, no, it's not. If you need to, uh, like, I am a, a beer drinker. Uh, as you can probably tell, um, but uh, nothing as delicious. It's not as deli- it's not as there's a, there are plenty of things as delicious. There's, that, there's something that is way more delicious. Something that is delicious. Know. A milkshake? Come on. Yes, that's not exactly. as delicious as a beer. Something that is delicious with hops is, and barley is not something that you have to acquire a taste for. You're right. If, if you right. have to acquire a taste for it, then it's not delicious. You're acquiring <laughs> right. the taste for it. Um, you know, th- there could be days where a beer tastes delicious and goes down easy. I've had them, uh, many of them. Um, however, it's not the most delicious thing in the world <laughs> by any means. It's dumb to even say that. Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, is. I, there are people who would, you would, you know, like there are moments where a beer hits the spot, you know. But it's like, eh, come yes. on, it's, it's, you know, uh, well, you know, it, again, like it, it proved by the sales of non-alcoholic beer. Does anybody drink it ever? I mean, yes, O'Doul's is a brand that exists. Uh, there are about 25,000 different kinds of beer, and there's like two kinds of non-alcoholic beer, because people don't really want them that much. No, the people who drink it, I mean, I grew up with a guy that, uh, you know, his, uh, his father was a big-time alcoholic drinker, and he drank it every day just to keep him steady with, i got to have my beer taste. Does it taste me. like beer? I, uh, I've, never had, I've never had an O'Doul's before. Yeah, I mean, it, it tastes enough like beer that you would, you know, say, okay. But because you just the, don't have, you don't do what the alcohol does. Right. I mean, one of the reasons you like an ice cold beer every now and then is that you get that quick hit of alcohol, too. Right. It takes the edge off, and yeah. it does. I mean, there's a reason. Alcohol exists for a reason, and it's not taste. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're drinking it for other reasons. In fact, there are, there's an entire industry to try to make alcohol taste not like alcohol. That's what, what do you think? What do you think the uh, the uh, the high scale uh, drinks at every restaurant you go to? Why do they exist? Why do they just serve you shots? Because people don't want to taste the alcohol. It's not good. Um, but they are saying that if you drink a beer a day, it will uh, reduce your risk of disease by a quarter. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe it either. Um, and this is going to be the same type of study that we're going to hear in no way. You know, they they said this about wine. They say this about dark chocolate. They all say this the about time. everything. They, they, all there's the always time. something that's going to reduce your heart attack risk by a quarter. And Bull most crap. of the time, when they do a larger study that's double blind and all the all the things that you're supposed to do to get a study right uh, with large sample size, you find out that uh, actually, oh, sorry about that. None of that's true. Yeah. 
It happens all the time. Right. And, and the idea that alcohol, which is not a healthy product, is going to make you, lose, you cut your risk of disease by a quarter is ridiculous. Yeah, it's stupid. I mean, I'll well, choose to believe it, obviously. But Yeah, I mean, there are stories. We get the, you get the exceptions all the time, right? The lady in New Jersey not long ago that was 110 or whatever that has yeah, a beer that, a day. That, that doesn't, that, yeah, like that's not an exception. Like having a beer a day isn't necessarily going to kill Some you. Some of those people will tell you it was bacon was the key right. to their longevity. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, bacon. Healthy. I ate bacon grease every day. Uh, I poured right. hot wax in my eyes and I, I ate bacon <laughs> grease. Really? Okay, so that's what the rest of us should. Nobody knows what makes you live that long. Nobody. Mm, no. They absolutely don't know. I mean, and it's obviously it's interesting and worth studying these things, so yeah. you can try to figure them out. But I mean, you know, these studies come out and people change the way that they do things. They change yeah. the way that they live. They yep. change the way that they, you know. Oh, I'm going to make sure I get that dark chocolate in every day. It's like, well, I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, look, I, dark chocolate's good, so I mean... And, and then you, they start throwing these things out there like uh, antioxidants and free radicals, and I, I don't know what any of that stuff is, and we never used yeah. to hear about it, and people lived till there were 130, and now they, you know, it, I, you, they tell you to do this, and don't let the sun hit you, and, and don't eat this, and do eat that, and, and then people drop dead the next day, who have done that their whole lives. Right. I mean, you just can't tell. You I mean, just I mean, can't I mean, tell. Case in point, how is, how is Jeffy alive? That's a how is it's it an possible? Excellent question. There's no way. How that is it happen. possible? I mean, he, he doesn't even. I mean, talk about free radicals. That's all that goes through his his bloodstream right now. Free radicals and drugs. I wish the radicals were free. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot more money. About the same thing as 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 is usual, uh, you know. as per usual. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So tomorrow on the program, I don't know what we have. We didn't even talk about that. Oh, well, we're gonna do that dragon thing that we haven't gotten to all week. Oh yeah. Do we yeah, have the so dragon thing for a minute? We're gonna do the dragon thing. Can we play the dragon thing now? No. We've got 30 seconds left. Can we play a little bit? Do the dragon thing now. Here it is. Here's the dragon thing. Ten people. Look at this. Takes ten people six Six months months. to make a single game of Thrones dragons things. And because these animated dragons are so lifelike, it's scary. Scary. And there it was. Okay. So So there you go. We did the dragon thing. Congratulations. Congratulations.